Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see him, Puck. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D. We're back here for episode 111, episode 111. So, uh... Well, I, I know it's it's, it's actually eleven eleven. You're supposed to make a wish, but we ain't, I ain't that many episodes in just yet. But you know what? Joining me is my original co-host. Proud to have him back. Not Deion Sanders, but Prime Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me. It's me. It's the P R I M E. Hey, Prime Man. How is into this? Yes. How is life been treating you? Oh, it's it's good, but it's tough. You know. Long hours hurts everybody. Long hours do hurt everybody, but you know what? It don't hurt ce- your celebrity status. Oh, that does not happen. <laughs> one day, I hope to be where you at. You know, I, I, actually, honestly, I don't know. I just hope one day you can find your way on your world tour uh, up to Philly. Hopefully, we stop in Philly. I'm about to say, you, you, you go everywhere else or anything else. I'm like, can Russell May come here so Prince I can finally come up here with the crew? What Nerd Coalition is that? Hopefully, hopefully we stop in Philly or something. Oh, this, this man is Chi-Town. We're we safer than Chi-Town. <laughs> that I, is, mean, I, don't, I don't know about that. Uh, okay, I mean, I know we just recently had something go on the other day. Of somebody shooting from their house, like, you know, not, not too far from me. But I'm just saying, you know, you could, you could dodge it between the bullets, right? Uh, sure, no, sure. No, yeah, say so you say sure. Trust me, y'all got Florida man down there, so ain't nothing on y'all side. Hey, yeah, one front, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all Florida got... man has did something. Uh huh. But uh, before we get on to uh this this next episode of uh, No Gimmick Scene, we gotta also make sure you pay the bills and make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com. Spaces Philly, the production company we are a part of, and then. With all your podcast needs, and they got some great content up there, such as the Lulu and Pop and Lulu and Pop Horror Roar Show, along with both sides and 
there is a web series that they're working on that's coming up. I will promote more about that in the weeks to come as I get more information about that. So make sure you guys check all that straight stuff out. But also, check out the Nerd Coalition's content up there as well. The No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. The Nerd Gasm Talk Podcast. Turntables with my beautiful wife, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. And soon to be Drunk Dog Sober Tongues. A lot of great content that is up there. Make sure if you guys listen to us on all the podcast platforms, we're on all the popular ones. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Google Play, Spreaker, not Spotify yet, not Podbean yet, but we plan on getting there. And of course, we are, if you listen to us on YouTube, listen to us on YouTube Premium. It gives you a free, uh, free trial, but it's only $9.99 a month. But I understand that if you have Google Play, then you will have YouTube Premium. So, want to make sure that it gets out the way. We, we, we got to sit here and get into some of the news. And some of the news that we got to get into primetime seems like kind of old news in a way and that is the return of the king of the ring tournament <laughs> by, by, okay. when we're recording this tomorrow night on raw will be the start return of the king of the ring tournament where the semifinals will be happening both on Raw and SmackDown at when they return to Madison Square Garden because WWE had to let Ring of Honor New Japan know from earlier this year. Like, let me just let y'all know how to sell out Madison Square Garden. And then uh, they're going to come to Madison Square Garden. And then the finals is going to be at Clash of Champions on September 15th. So this is the return of the King of the Ring. And before I get into who's in there, who's the bracket, who do we think is going to win King of the Ring, I want to know, Pacha, how do you feel about the King of the Ring returning? Uh, if they do it right, it can uh, skyrocket somebody up to to the to the main event to the top. Just they can use this as, as an elevation tool if they want it to. If they do it right, if they do it right. But you got to let, let's let's look at some of the history though. There have been some King of the Rings that have ele- you know propelled superstars to their next level. I.e. Stone Cold, Triple uh-huh. H, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Booker uh-huh. T, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle. Uh-huh. The list goes uh-huh. on. But then you got those tournaments that did nothing for nobody. Billy Gunn. King Barrett. Huh? King Barrett. To, uh, yeah. King Barrett, King Sheamus, William Regal. Uh, um, Billy Gunn. You can argue. <laughs> oh, he, was, he, was, he was so bad, you had to name him twice. Exactly. <laughs> Kid Shamrock, you may argue. What about Edge? I was just about to say that because I'm like, Edge did have a Hall of Fame career. He is a Hall of Famer, but I don't think the King of the Rings what propelled him to the Hall of Fame status. I think him getting injured and coming back is what propelled him to the Hall of Fame status, but I mean, I, so I, I, I think by default, I can't put Edge up there, but those are some of the names that come to mind of those who just didn't do well at King of the Ring. So we got the, the, the laughing stock of King Sheamus, which was probably one of the worst ones. King Barrett, and they did nothing with King Barrett for was it four or five yeah, years ago. I think he was the worst one. You know, he could have well, been. Cause I, 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 I enjoy Bad News Barrett, but the King Barrett stuff didn't like it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it takes more. They just have people walk around with that, with that stupid crown and that cape and everything like that. I, I, that's not what I want in the King of the Ring. I mean, I want, I, I like what they did in 2002 before they stopped it. 
and had, uh, you know, the winner get the title shot at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. And that, that that was fine. Or if you're going to do a King gimmick, do like the, like the, macho, do it, the King. macho King. Yeah. Yep. Do like the Macho King did or Harley Race, you know, and how they became like the Kings of the Ring or how I think one of the top King of the Ring things afterwards was King Booker, obviously. Mm-hmm. When he took it, and that became the new gimmick, and everybody just fell in love with it. it was one of the best King of the Ring gimmicks that there was. They had an accent and everything. It, it was until Crown Time stole his wallet. <laughs> so, this, right. you know, so like I said, so there is a bittersweet type of thing. Now, also, this has been broken up. We've had one 2000, uh, ever since 2002, we, we took a break. And it was like almost every four years or every two to four years. So, 2006, obviously, was King Booker. 2008 was William Regal. 2010 was King Sheamus. And then 2015 or 14, I don't know which year it was, was King Barrett. And now we're at 2019. Now, obviously, we know what the, we really know what this King of the Ring is for, right? <laughs> ratings. <laughs> it's the boost of ratings on both shows, especially leading into Fox. But, you know, it, it, this is a time that you can actually probably do something. I love tournaments. And they actually have a good lineup of people in this tournament that I would love to see in King of the Ring. I remember when they used to do this whole King of the Ring card in one night. I'm not, but you know. Yeah, like, like 98. Yeah, like 98 or King of the Ring 2000. Now, of course, yeah, half the matches, there's like six minutes to like five to seven minutes. Kind of, it was very short matches. And imagine them doing a whole King of the Ring tournament. Plus, have two main events and you know one uh, mid card storyline in a three hour show, and <laughs> WWE can't even do that today on a four or five hour show. Now, the only thing I will say about this this uh, tournament, some people got bad matchups. I just put that out there. I am looking at a couple, but I am looking at a couple that looks because see, there are some people that you don't want to see go in the first round, but you know they gotta go. Yeah, yeah, and and that that is kind of it's kind of like when a uh, Tessa Blanchard went up against Kyrie Zane in the uh, oh yeah, Classic. I was so upset, and I was like, why uh, would y'all do that? Because y'all know y'all they they should go that that should be a finals, you know what I'm saying? I was so upset when they did that. Or remember back in the day, since I know you, I know you used to watch basketball. Uh, remember when the best overrated uh not overrated the best uh ranked offense. The Spurs won it. No, the Mavericks won against the number one ranked defense, the Spurs, in like the second round. <laughs> yeah, man, you know how that turned out. Exactly. And they said, okay, we got to change this rule now. So, but I get exactly what you're saying. So, we have uh, eight from Raw, eight from SmackDown. Oh, they're actually actually honoring the whole, you know, Raw SmackDown thing. So, <laughs> I don't even know, honestly. <laughs> here, here are uh, the matches. We got. Cesaro and Samoa Joe, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. You know what I said? When I seen Baron Corbin's name, I said, please don't give Baron Corbin the fucking king of the ring. I know, I know that's that mischievous laugh you have. Uh, Then on the SmackDown side, we have Kevin Owens, Elias, Ali, and Buddy Murphy. All right, first, first round, okay. Yeah, right. Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, and I'm ooh. like, ooh, ooh. Who? And, wait, wait a minute. Oh, who? Say the say the names again. Oh, I forgot. Chad Gable got a name change, don't he? 
What's his name? Oh. Short, Shorty G? Shorty G and Show TV? Yeah, oh, st- <laughs> you, yo, remember back when John Cena had that whole, uh, he had B-squared with Bull, Bull Buchanan? Was B-squared? <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Oh, man, that's funny. And Apollo Crews and Andrade. That reminded me of, uh, of, uh, when Jesse, you remember Jesse and Festus and Jesse turned into uh, Slam Master J? Yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> that was so oh, stupid. Man. So, here are the matches that I am really looking forward to. Ali and Buddy Murphy, we know they can do good work on 205. We still supposed to see a 205 Live. Yeah, we know they can do good work. That's why I'm mad that it's like a... In the first round. A, uh, yeah. Gable and Benjamin, I really... Because they were former tag team partner so I would love to see them two mix it up uh, uh, but the, see the one thing is though like I know that they can tear it up they gonna probably get them like a two minute match that, which, if that which sucks which sucks and I really would like to see you know like Benjamin move forward uh, Apollo Cruz and Andrade that can really be a good match they, they, they had good matches but it never got to the next gear to go anywhere yeah now, here's the thing on this side where I think kind of messed things up because I'm like, Samoa Joe and Cesaro, I kind of want to see both of them go oh, forward. Yeah. And I'm like, why I, Why would y'all do this? Ricochet and Drew McIntyre is another one. I'm like, really? Yeah. They got two other matches that they could have just switched up like that. Come on now. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. And then you got Cedric and Sammy, which I'm thinking Cedric's going to win that match. And then I had, you got The Miz and Baron Corbin. Easily, you could have took Baron Corbin, The Miz, and Sami Zayn and switched it with all three of these matches. So all three of them top guys. So you, you could do Cesaro and The Miz. Cesaro goes through. So, uh, Samoa Joe Corbin, Joe goes through. And then, like, uh, and then McIntyre, Zayn, and then have, have a Cedric and Ricochet. T- oh my God. I'm just saying, that would have been love. So. Let's just quickly go through the bracket to see who our predictions is. So with with Cesaro and Samoa Joe, who's winning that? I'm gonna say Joe. Yeah, I say Joe too. Ricochet and McIntyre. <laughs> I say McIntyre. You know what? Because he he came after AJ, so AJ may screw him. Because I think I still don't think they're done yet, which they should be. But I don't think they're done yet. Cedric beats Sammy, I think. Yeah, Sammy hasn't even won since he came back. Yeah, and Corbin versus the mid. I I got Corbin. Yeah, I got I got them pushing Corbin. Yep. So put, then, put him in there somehow. Between Corbin and Alexander, I have Corbin. I have Alexander. Okay, and between McIntyre and Joe, who you have? McIntyre. I actually got Joe. Oh, okay. I actually got All Joe. Right. So then I have Joe. Beating Corbin and Joe going to the finals. Okay. On the wrong I side. have McIntyre beating Cedric since they've been kind of having a little feud. Gotcha. I have McIntyre finishing okay. the feud. Oh, you know, that's right. But see, McIntyre got the first win. You would think Cedric would get the win, though, right? Uh, Cedric got the first win. Oh, you. Uh, well, well, that was that wasn't. Yeah, he did. He did. You're right. You it's, right. One, it's one one. Yeah, you right. You're right. So it's probably going to go. It, it, it's probably going that way. You're right. Uh, SmackDown side, Owens and Elias. It's got to be Owens. I say they put Elias through, but he just because I feel like Shane, Shane is gonna do something. Oh, so you'll do the robberies over between Shane and uh, Owens? I mean, it, it, it isn't, but still, it should be. 
like, cause you know, Elias has been, they put Elias in like two nights in a row and, and being heavily featured. Something's gonna happen, I feel like, just to put Elias over Kevin Owens so that he can do something with Shane. But Elias is a 24-7 champion right now. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm gonna still stick with Owens. Ali and Murphy. Ooh, that's a tough one. See, I want Buddy Murphy to win, me personally. But they might give it to Ali because he hasn't been on TV in who knows how long. He hasn't, and he just had that great promo with him backstage talking about something. They always try to take everything away from me. So I'm like, uh, great heel turn alert? I don't know, but I I, I would like Ali. Oh, cause I, first, I want both of them to go. But I think I think Buddy and Roman and the whole Roman storylines not done yet. So I'm going with Ali. So, by the way, he's supposed to be fighting Danny Bryan on SmackDown. Oh, sweet! That's another good. One. I can't wait for that. Uh, Dan, uh, Gable and Benjamin. I say Benjamin. That's who I was going with. I'm like, you know, at what? least give him one win, at least one. You gotta let Benjamin go through. You, you gotta do something with him other than him rolling his eyes on camera backstage. Thinking about at me, least, yeah. At least give him, give him something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Think about me, yeah. Yeah, back to th- thinking about me, yeah. Uh, uh, then we got Apollo and Andrade. I say Andrade. Uh, as it should be Andrade. So then I have Andrade beating Benjamin. Yeah, me too. Then I have Ali beating Owens. I would have uh, Ali beating Elias. And then we then we get the SmackDown final, which is Ali and Andrade, which because they teased that match, and that should be yeah. a good match. And then mm-hmm. the finals, you get Andrade and Joe. Who takes the King of the Ring? Mine, I will have Andrade and McIntyre. And I say McIntyre would take. Okay, I, I, I just think they, I just think they need to do something with him other than have him be Shane's, uh, you know, Shane's little waiter boy or whatever. I agree, but the only thing we I'm going with Joe is because Joe talks all this shit, but never backs it up. And yeah, now, just since, like Bray Wyatt, and yeah, they met. You're right, but now since that finally Joe came up about his feel like he cares about Roman Reigns and don't care about anybody else, people, uh, anybody else, and they start giving like little fluke wins. I'm thinking he can make it to the finals, but he'll still lose to Andrade. I think this whole King of the Ring goes to Andrade. Okay. I would like that. I would like that too. So and then, here comes Rey Mysterio trying to take take his little crown. Talk about oh, I'll fight you for my mask. So stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me so so or, or, or you know or Dominic come out and say you know say my my, dad. my my family my family. Did you see that promo by the way? No, I did not. Oh my gosh, they had a two out of three falls and he swept though. I draw they swept though. Well, I, I saw the match. I didn't see the promo. <laughs> Ray was just like. My family. And she was like, "Is there something you're trying to say?" He just like, "Yeah, my my, my family." He walked off. Damn. All right. All right, Ray. I mean, okay. I mean, they can't make him look any more stupider. So, <laughs> I just hate that in storyline. They act like when they don't win, they they, they don't get paid at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Ray Mysterio is rich. What what is he worried about? You know what? That is actually pretty good. I even think of it like that. You know. When you uh, when when they win, they don't get paid like, like you don't get paid. Yeah, you you get your money. <laughs> you get the losers end of the money probably, but still, you know. Yeah, you get some money. Yeah. All right, so but well, that's the king of the ring. So make sure we, you guys check it out tomorrow. Raw. I'll be back with a raw review going over what 
like, because honestly, they can get this whole row of matches done in one night tomorrow. But knowing Raw, they won't do that. So, they won't. long enough to do it. You're right. But speaking of a show, it needs to be long enough. So, we know what comes out in October, right? AEW is coming out in October. Was it Wednesday night something? It's not Wednesday night. Wednesday, October 2nd. I don't think they got an official name for it yet. But you know what comes out October 4th? It's SmackDown on Fox. SmackDown 20. Yep, on Fox. Oh, by the way, I have a prediction for that show. I think The Fiend wins the championship on that show. Really? Okay. Wouldn't that be kind of cool to have... Because I don't think they're going to give it to Orton uh, off of Kofi. But guess what? If you want somebody to take it off of him, who who better do it? Who else is on SmackDown? They have a lot of people on SmackDown, but, you know, y'all understand. Boy. I'm about to say, Bray Wyatt been champion already. So, I mean, has The Fiend taken? Oh, my God. That, that, to talk about a ratings boost, especially if you're, going to, if, you, if you're in competition that week with AEW, you want to do something big, especially on the 20th anniversary of SmackDown. I don't. I think they should put. They, I don't think they should have twenty fifth anniversary of SmackDown. They first episode to Fox. I mean, I agree, but still, that's probably why. That's probably how they. If they do it better than the fucking Raw anniversaries and shit, then yeah, you know. Because if they put it there and then like say they get like a four four million song rating and then, and then they be like, oh yeah, our ratings was uh you know was good this week. Then they go to next week. Ain't no reunion. Ain't nobody to look forward to. And then you know we get like a, a one point something or two million, and they drop. You, I mean, you're absolutely right. We 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 gotta see how uh, see how it does first. But that's how that's how what the biggest news is though. There is a rumor that a special announcement is coming once again tomorrow on Raw, and the rumor announcement is that NXT is going to be moved to the USA Network. Just yes, hope not. On Wednesdays to combat with AEW head on and instead of FS1. Um, I don't think they need to. Oh my God. That's big big news that I don't agree with. First of all, I I do agree with half of it. And the half of it is I don't mind NXT being two hours. And the reason why I say, I mean, do I enjoy it as an hour? Of course. But the reason why I say that is because NXT is loaded. I mean, loaded yeah, that with one talent. hour. It'd be like a lot of stuff in that one hour. It it, it do, but it, you know, but also there'd be some you know great great matches. But stuff I, they don't have to draw out two hours. But I'm just saying, cause I like right now it's just enough just, just enough time for me. But this this gives the time for people that are on NXT instead of getting like one or two weeks or three weeks. Before we see it, before you see them again, they can get more time, such as your Keith Lees, your Bianca Belairs, your Kona Reeves, your uh, I mean, no, you did just give Kona Reeves a shout out. You know, just now. I, I did get Kona. I'm sorry, I did Kona Reeves a shout out, and then, uh, you know, Punishment Martinez. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, but you know, that that's what NXT's for is to help build them up. So if they want to give them two hours, I'm not mad at that, but to put them. On USA, oh my goodness. You know what that means? I don't think they're going live. It doesn't matter. There are Duh. rules to, 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 to USA. You know that. Yeah. There, there is rules to having network 
television, especially on a network like USA, when USA demands the McMahons. That's why you see the McMahons damn near every week on Raw. They demand that shit. And I mean, Triple H is, Triple H is a McMahon. Triple H introduced the show every week. But after a while, we're going to probably get tired of seeing that shit. And after a while, how much NXT do you think we can really get on USA? The only my only problem is is they gonna they if they do that every two hours know that they gonna burn out quick. As far as like creative and stuff, because you see how now they do like a like a solid five or six shows in one night and it's all hour long and they got they just got time to plan. You right. after you know. Uh huh. So, so they get all that time to just plan and think of stuff, how this is going to go, how that's going to go. Now, they do it every week, and they do it kind of like frequently or live. That's kind of like burning them out a little bit because they won't be used to it I as mean, of yet. I do agree with you. I mean, of course, they, they, they will pick NXT to be the ones to go head-to-head with um, AEW. Now, that is a good idea, though, because that's their best wrestling show. That is their best wrestling show. I agree with you on that one. But if it won't be your best wrestling show, it, well, you know what? L- let's be fair. Because there are going to have to be some rules and limitations that AEW is going to have to follow on TNT. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like they're going to just be balls to the wall, indie style wrestling, and do whatever the fuck they want. There is going to be storylines. There's going to be silly moments. It's, it's wrestling. That's what it's going to be. That It's not going to be you know, a thumbtack spot every single night because it's on TNT. And that's, that TNT is one of the biggest, uh, you know, networks there is out there. Uh-huh. And so, you know, AEW is not going to be able to be free reign just like, uh, and, like they think, everybody thinks, they thinks it's going to be. So there, there may be some even stuff to it. I just don't want Vince putting his hands on NXT. <laughs> because I'm hoping with this XFL coming up early 2020, which we haven't still haven't heard shit from yet. Uh with 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 that coming up, I'm just hoping that you know, maybe that uh you know Vince will be too busy and then you know Triple H will have to, you know, run that stuff. But then it's like can certain things or certain things that have been said or is it still going to be taking place in the Impact Center? I mean, in, in the, uh, in, I'm about to say the Impact Center. Full right. sale. Full sale, yeah. I have no idea. I, don't, it's, I heard rumors that they either could tour or they could stay in that same place. I don't know yet. I don't know if tour would be good for them, though. I mean, if they want to make the main uh, roster, they're going to have to tour. I mean, they do tour, so I don't know if they just take the shows that they're going to, that they already tour to and just put cameras there, you know, but I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know. We'll, and, we'll see what happens when it happens. I don't want it to be live, neither. I, yeah. I don't want to think too much into it because it's, it's hurt my feelings that they're doing this to NXT. Because <laughs> <you know. laughs> honestly, I look at it as the opposite. I look at WWE trying to do direct competition. Uh, first of all, to be honest, NXT was already coming on on Wednesdays for the past ye- years. Mm-hmm. So AEW coming on Wednesday, it's a, it is kind of like almost a direct thing. But everybody's thinking like, "Hey, I can watch the network. I can watch AEW because it's going to be live, and I can go back to NXT whenever I want to because it's on the network." And I mean, when you take that liberty away from me, I kind of you know, I kind of rebel against it. 
I I like what because it's hard for me right now. Just Wednesdays at eight o'clock, it's just hard for me right now to go and be like, oh, time for me to go turn to NXT. I'm like, I missed it. I'll just go back and watch the show whenever you know when I get to it. So it'd be like midnight sometimes, especially with me having a, a new baby. It's like it's it could be like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, I'll pop on NXT, and then I just begin so succumb. In either my ESPN Plus Dirty for Thirties, or I either watch something else on W uh, Network. Like I was up all night yesterday watching the WWE Untold. Mm, okay, I like that show. I was like, but and NXT was like almost an afterthought. I actually like watching all the other content they had than uh, some of the NXT shows. So I'm just like, I mean, but maybe also. Since I know Raw's at eight on Mondays and I know SmackDown is at eight on Tuesdays, and I know AEW is going to be at eight on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. it's like maybe I it maybe it would bring back an old feeling like it was back in the the mid nineties of turning to Nitro and turning to uh, Raw. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can get that same satisfaction out of that or no? I think they can. They just if they if everything works how they want to work and they do it right, it can be just like that. Just like you know, uh, the hard decision of which show to watch or well, you know when to click doing commercial and stuff like that. Well, I think it'll be fun. I will say this: the loyal WWE NXT fans are going to turn to NXT, but the majority of wrestling fans, because of curiosity, that first show is going to AEW. Yeah, they're going to click back and forth. on the, Like, after the first show, or during the second, third, they're going to click back and forth. But that first show, all attention is on AEW. All attention is on AEW. And depending on how AEW leaves us off, or what we're liking, because honestly, there are times where NXT can be kind of boring. And if we're getting, if we get, if we get like the same show, or we get something like, okay, well, at least if we miss this one, it'll update and eventually be on the network. That can be the attitude also. Yeah, I know. Uh, AEW first show they gonna have they gonna they gonna throw it all out there. Oh yeah, or throw a, throw a lot out there so they can get people coming back. Like that first initial show, they want they want every they want everything. So because they're not yeah. just going up against NXT, you're going up against Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it scares me. I'm curious to you know. I wonder what everybody else be thinking about it. But like I said, it scares me. I was kind of cool with them saying it'll be on FS1, and I'm like, that, that, that's a fine little, little channel. For, I watch Skip and Shannon on there, so I'm like, oh, why not put on, put on there? But uh, damn. I said Skip and Shannon. Yo, <laughs> tell me you don't watch Undisputed. I, I mean, I, I like. I'm a first take fan myself. Look, don't get me wrong. I like for I like first take. I love first of all. I love Stephen A. and uh. Skip Max. Bayless, no, what? oh, Skip Bayless. No, no, okay. no, I like I like Max uh, Kellerman, but I'm just saying. But when it was Stephen A. and Skip Bayless, yeah, I liked it when them two was on that too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And then Skip Levin, he went down there. To Shannon, I like him and Shannon arguing. That's like I love Stephen A. And Max. you know Max. At first, I was like, he's just not Skip to me. But then he has grown into his own. To, you know, to get and, and the now they got uh, now they got uh, Charlie on the show too. Charlie, Charlie, she sounds familiar. The black girl? Charlie Caruso. Oh, Char- Charlie oh, on Charlie Caruso yeah. on first take? Yeah. Stop it. That's why she all muscular and shit. She athlete. <laughs> no, man. She, she on first... Oh, man. Because, you know... Uh, 
That's how I, I, I try to find the, the other black girl that be on uh that was on the original first take with us uh, skipping. Uh, I don't know. I know. I don't know her name. I know she moved to to uh the jump. No, she moved to another show. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Gotcha. All right, well, I mean, because ain't much to watch it right now because, you know, everybody taking a break because it's the preseason of football, so. Yeah, I mean, I miss the most shows. We can talk about those later. Yeah, later. but you know, one day that we can talk about that we are fans of? What is that? Video games. Ooh, let's go. Did you, I didn't get a chance to talk to you yet. Did you hear about the pre-order bonus? Oh, uh, The Fiend? Yeah, I heard about that in, uh, in uh, 2K Originals. Yeah, so they got. We finally got some news on the pre-order bonus. I did a video of it, breaking down everything that you get in the pre-order bonus for WWE 2K20 because they're changing things around this year. Because the, the funny thing was, I was like, wait a minute, what is going on uh, with the pre-order bonus? Because I seen Hogan in uh, the collector's edition, and I was like, because in my opinion, it was either going to be Hulk Hogan or China as the pre-order bonus, or maybe both of them. <clears throat> like he did last year, but they, they gave Hulk Hogan and China away in the collector's edition, and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? So then I was like, okay, well, let's see what else they got. That's like, who else could be a pre-order bonus? Who who else can really fit that role for pre-order bonus? I couldn't think of nobody. And then all of a sudden we get news that it's not going to be one character. It's going to be a lot in the bump in the night 2k originals pack and which is featuring the fiend bray wyatt now prime let's see because i don't think some of our listeners understand out there how long you been playing wrestling games oh i had to be over 10 years okay i have been playing wrestling games my some some of my first wrestling games i played was wrestlemania the arcade game Okay, okay. Yeah, and then they had in your house. When they had that, like, two moves. Yeah, oh, hey. I love <laughs> I love fighting games. So you put fighting games and wrestling games together, please. If they brought their game back out and put it, like, on the, on the Nintendo Switch, you, I'm with it. Okay, okay. But, um, because I like that. I was a huge fan of Mortal Kombat at the time. And then they, uh, I didn't play too much, like, the Super WrestleMania or WWE Raw on, on, on the Sega Genesis Super Nintendo when they had the, the, the 8 bits and stuff. I didn't play too much of those. I didn't like those. Well, I didn't like them, but, then, but even going all the way over to all the more popular games, the SmackDown versus Raw's, the SmackDown Here Comes the Pain, there's one thing that's always relevant. There's a cutoff date for the roster. <laughs> and usually every time somebody new comes in right when it's too late, we end up not getting that person to the next year's game. Right? Or DLC sometimes. Or DLC. And I remember when WWE 2K14 came out. And the Wyatt family came out just... Uh, uh, the Wyatt family came out in July of that year. And everybody was like, oh, we get the Wyatt family. And we didn't get the Wyatt family in that game. And everybody was just like, why did you get the wife here? Because they came too late. They came in like July, and they had the match with Kane in August. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And the 2K14 yeah. came out, and it's like, okay, well, we get the Wyatt family. So we got the Wyatt family in 2K15. So peep this. So when the feed came out at SummerSlam, I'm just like, all right, community creations, get it together so I can download 
the fiend uh, skin, and then I, you know, we'll just make our own entrance, right? That's what I was thinking of when 2K came out. For them to actually announce the actual fiend, who only had one match. That's yeah, one match, one entrance. Exactly. One, yep. That's someone that is very wide gonna be Mr. Rogers very wide. That's that's all I'm interested in. You know what? I hope they give him both skins, like he's that one, and then he's the, you know, the one that got his own like Mr. Rogers show. I would love mm-hmm. that. And but I, the only thing I'm just like, wait a minute. You mean to we get the Firefly Funhouse and the Fiend, and he just came out at SummerSlam. And he's the pre-order bonus for the game coming out this year. That's unprecedented. Yeah. Hey, I guess they want to. They want to. They say they want to be uh, good this year. They want to keep it up this year. Look, I understand what people are saying, but I, I, I was a fan of 2K19. I have a problem with it too much. But it sounds like the way they're updating this one is crazy. So, but not only are you getting the fiend, you're getting the WWE 2K20 Originals Pack, which consists of five new story towers. Now. I think I was probably the only fan of Towers last year. Because I play a lot of Mortal Kombat, so I understand the Towers mode. And I think a lot of people didn't like how the Towers were going. Well, this one, we're getting more story-driven Towers. Which I think is awesome. Two creepy arenas. And then nine new playable monster-style characters. And plus, we're getting a new 2K showcase. Yep. I want your opinion right now because you have been kind of critical about these 2K games. I want to know your opinion on how did this news, you know, make you feel and did it get you excited at all? I think that 2K is trying to bring back the bring back the fun and ridiculousness in the video game because it is a video game. It's not real life. Uh, I think they're just now trying to, you know, do that with this. You know, they got like a demon, an actual demon king. They got a, a Randy Orton. He looks like a, he got like snake skin. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein is Braun Strowman. Like they, that's ridiculous. Like it's what people people like video games that you know it's fun, ridiculous, and it, it got a lot a lot of uh, playability. So if this is ridiculous, kind of like how how in a showcase mode last year. Not a showcase, but you know, the story mode last year they had Bray Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy in the multiverse. Yeah. If it can do something like that, uh, be interesting, then it has a lot of playability or replayability. Yeah. Now, for, like somebody like yourself, are you more into the simulation or are you more into the arcade mode? Oh, I mean, honestly, both of them would do for me. I just don't like when they. Uh, too uh sophisticated. Mhm. Yeah, I like but both both modes really. I, 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 you know, it don't matter to me kind of. Uh, now see the thing is now me personally because I love watching people who complain on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook about one way of the game. Then when they change it, they complain about the other way. You know, I've had people, I've seen people say that this is not the game for them. They're not into this. And I'm like, well, y'all wanted something different, right? And we're going completely different. And here's the thing about a wrestling game for me. It shouldn't take itself seriously. 
And that's the same thing that's missing from these sports games I could see. The thing is, people want the with the realism of how an actual sports game goes or a sports event goes. That's what they want in their video game. I'm like, but the end of the day, it's still a video game. And mm-hmm. the, the more real you get, the more simulated base you get, the less replayability it has. And now, I, yeah, I, understandable. Now, when when it comes to me, now when it, when it, a wrestling game, I'm not saying you have to, you know, turn them because first of all, everybody keeps thinking everybody's getting a zombie makeover. It's not. It's the only just the only one originals pack. You never know. We may get a whole Marvel originals pack. <laughs> Probably. Wouldn't that be there be some shit or oh. a superhero, uh, uh. Kind of pack, and it, it could be so. It could be something completely kind of different with you kind of characters. But can you imagine how universe can be? Yeah, it'd be crazy. But my only thing is, like the, the the things they're doing. So we already got a four horsewoman showcase, right? Yep. People play showcase. They they go through the showcase. It's done. But now you're getting four additional showcases. That's a made up story. Now whether it's and a that's, long. That's what I would like. Though. Because it's made up. It can do anything. It can do anything it wants to. Not only are you getting uh, made-up showcases, you're getting story towers. Now, have you played a lot of the towers last year? I didn't play a lot of them. I played some of them. Okay. Mostly everybody played the million dollar, $80,000 million dollar tower, and that was it. And it was like you, you go through some people that he wanted to face, and blah, blah, blah. That was it. That's all it was. And it was like you, you had some modifications to some things, and some things were just flat out annoying, such as the beginning of the Chris Jericho one, when I had to face Christian in a reverse buttons TLC match. Yeah, fuck that. But anyway, but this one, there's a story that goes along with it. Roman Reigns always says get a special story related tower. I don't know how that's going to work out though, because there's no Dean Ambrose. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet. But I think there's no Dean Ambrose. The Fiend gets his own his own tower. Sheamus has his own story tower. I like the idea of Mandy Rose trying to be like the you know the horror girl, you know, like like from a horror movie, trying to escape the crazy person, go back and fight her. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And and then you get you get all these new kind of superstars. You get two arenas, which when they say cemetery brawl, I'm thinking that's not a new backstage area. And I hope they put some interactions with it, unlike they did last year, you know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure they will probably learn from that. But here's my thing. With all this crazy new stuff you're adding, that's fine. But I like match types. Okay. I like Buried Alive. I like Inferno. I like Casket. I just like doing different matches other than just doing Last Man Standing, Hardcore, First blood, two out of three falls. And if you're gonna do match creator, can we actually like create an actual crazy ass match where it's a ladder match inside the hell of the cell? Yeah, you used to could be able to do that, but you in, know. In two K fourteen, yeah. And then they had story yeah. creator. Now, once again, people, I'm sorry, I got I gotta be the bad guy here. I don't want GMO back that bad. Everybody is asking for GMO, and I'm like did y'all play SmackDown vs. Raw 2007? Did y'all play in 2008? That shit was... First of all, 2008 killed it for me because they didn't have enough people on the roster to have three shows to draft from. I think it's because it's more relevant. Like, more people play older games just to do the GMOs, and, like, now it's just getting... It's more, like, relevant. 
I think if they bring GM elements into universe, that will that that will benefit it better. Like, Honestly, I would just like if they bring back create a story. You know what? I agree, and you can download different stories. Yeah, that's what I used to like to do: play different people's stories, and they used to have Monday dialogues and all that. It could be fun. It could be. I mean, you know, so, but I doubt that's coming back though, because you you get you get all this content about uh a whole new showcase and stuff like that with them creating their own stories. I'm just like, well, this probably not. I don't know when we're going to get the next piece of news, but I just had the, we haven't talked about the pre-order yet. So I figured we, we should, you know, talk about it a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, also, uh, your boy edge edge, uh, okay. made, right. made a return at SummerSlam and on the pre-show. Nonetheless, and gave Elias a spear. Spear. Now, everybody knows how, if anybody knows me, knows how I feel about Edge's spear. Mm-hmm. I think Edge has one of the worst spears in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think him and Rhino have one of the worst spears. But the problem with Rhino is, the, the, the thing about Rhino is, Rhino at least makes his look good, even though it's a glorified shoulder tackle. But I, I still think Edge has the worst spear in professional wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry, he do. It's the, like the most safest spear in the world. So he comes back and spears a lion. The safest spear, yeah, he gets hurt on it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get Like, who spears that way? Make sure he places his knees down and he hugs him. Like, Edge had a couple good spears in his career. But if you look at all Edge's spears, I'm like, oh, over Roman, Lashley. They don't hold up at all, but we still know what the best spirit in wrestling is. So we don't even go with that one. Uh, so he makes a comment uh, the other day after he spears Elias. He comes out and says, "You know what? I feel good now. I'm gonna stop you right there. Anytime Edge or any time, any type of wrestler who's been retired for a long period of time says, I feel good.'" That's always something you really should like um be kind of cautious on. So he trying to uh he trying to make it he trying to get that salty money. That's what that is. Trying to get that sweet salty money. So then <laughs> he, he says, I could do a match tomorrow. Edge on feeling healthy to wrestle at a WWE match. To be honest with you, I'm surprised with Edge's neck injury. That he was able to pull that spear. Let me how Edge do a spear. He, he snapped his neck back like he's crazy and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit. I was I was like, I watched his neck like, oh my god. But uh, Edge, and I quote, says this comment. To be perfectly honest, I think I could do a match tomorrow, said Edge. And I might be blow or blown up, but I'll be okay. It just it's just from what I know with the WWE medical staff, they won't allow it. Now, I, I had to touch on this real quick because I'm like, as much, I was a fan of Edge. He's not, he's not like my top 10, but I was a fan of Edge when he was the radar superstar and, you know, was just doing crazy shit with Lita on the last sex celebration or when he, he was, had his feud with The Undertaker. Edge was legit. But, uh, I'm sorry. Would you want to see an Edge comeback? 
Well, for one, he's not coming back. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> well, you know he's, what? He's, he's we said the same back. thing about fucking Goldberg. Well, but Edge <laughs> is like, I think he just, he just, he just got that bug when he was training with Beth for us. He was training with Beth for WrestleMania, and like him and the Revival trained together, so that kind of like egged him on, I guess. Oh. Like, that's what happened to a lot of people. Like, that's what happened to Shawn Michaels, because he wasn't even thinking about wrestling. Then as soon as he started breaking for NXT, then he started, you know, getting the bud. Then he came back. Uh-huh, and he saw Velveteen Dream. He was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I can mix it up with that guy. But anyway, and but, you know, it's like, I, I think a lot of wrestlers feel that way. Like, hey, I can wrestle tomorrow. But I'm like, he says WD Medical, because you, you, you know what I think it is? I think, okay, you, I know you've seen Avengers Endgame, right? Yep. So, remember when Iron Man takes, he got all the Infinity Stones, and he says, I am Iron Man. Which, by the way, I bought on last Tuesday. It's out on Blu-ray. Make sure you got, mm-hmm. I, I watched yep, it like three yep, times already. Everybody. Huh? Make sure y'all get that. Have you bought yours yet? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. I, I, I watched it about three times already. <laughs> so... And, it, and one time I watched it with, with the whole family. I'm like, yeah, this this is an event. Uh, and I was still trying to hold back the water in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> he sets his fingers, and then we see in Spider-Man Far From Home, spoiler alert, that it has created an opening in the, in the multiverse. Right? Okay. I think Daniel Bryan was Iron Man. When Daniel <sighs> Bryan said that he could come back, after having to retire and he made his way back to wrestling that opened up a can of worms for all these wrestlers that got injured at a young age to say they can come back do you agree or disagree I agree but some people I'll be honest I don't think some of them should come back no no I agree with you I'm just saying but don't you think that's the people that got injured something like that uh, this is making the other wrestlers yeah, saying like like, like, like he gave them extreme hope and people like Edge and Paige and everybody else is just like you know what I I honestly didn't think no I didn't think he was home you was you should be coming back and Edge one of the people like right now I don't there's a couple people I would love to see Edge mix it up with like just as dream matches but that's what the video game is for yeah, I mean, I mean, if now I'll be if Edge came back, he was like, "All right, I'm on a retirement match. Like this, I'm done. This is it. I'm gonna have a retirement like Kurt Angle, not no retirement tour, just retirement match. I'm Who, done. This is it. I mean, well, would you want to see uh, <laughs> uh, Edge retirement match? You know, he's gonna pick Christian. I mean, Kurt Angle picked Ben Corbin. Who cares? Excuse me. Just, just a celebration. Me. WWE picked Baron Corbin. Okay. Well, I mean, he kind of did. Well, well Kurt Angle said, okay. Uh, he didn't have to say okay. But, you know, hey, I'll put the guy over. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, uh, if that's the case, you know, since the tournament match was at WrestleMania, his last match was at WrestleMania, but it's not the same because we didn't know it was the last match. So you can't really appreciate it. It's, we, it's, it's a totally different thing. Uh-huh. I, 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 it, like, it's just that the, I am a little upset that uh, 
the last match I have to remember of Edge is for, for first of all that got off of WrestleMania 27 against <laughs> Alberto Del Rio. You gotta hold that to R. Oh, Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was the, he he didn't know it was the end. So, I mean, he yeah. didn't. But I'm just like, but there are so many other matches. And even today, I I would love to see Edge mixed up with like AJ Styles. Of course. Yeah, I still want the Hall of Pain Mark Kerry to mix up with AJ Styles. Weird enough, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I want to see Edge do. But see, once Kyle O'Reilly do that heel kick to the back of your head, Edge is dead. <laughs> you know how Kyle Rock uh, be doing be doing that heel kick to come right here, back here. Yeah. Yo, Edge neck gonna realign back to where it was at and like you know what you're done. <laughs> you're done. He may not even wake up after that. No thank you. Next, next thing we know it, Corey Gray's gonna be getting up at the announce table talk about I have an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I, I can see Corey Graves doing that though. Yeah, because Corey Graves and Edge were the only two people on the no contact. Uh, list. Yeah, well, and Edge is actually there off of that has list now. to be a reason why Edge took that. Because even though he don't take bumps, I mean, Edge almost took. No, he didn't take that bump though. But he he gave a lot of spirit. That's activity. Yeah. Last and time that's were, the, the move that actually like the move that actually like ended it. Yeah. You know. Every time, you know, even when Daniel Bryan tested it. Everybody's like, so, wait, why is everybody taking, taking a bump like this? And then it comes to find out he was clear. Now, Dave Ryan kind of went over for his first night back. He took a uh, power bump on the This nigga was, excuse me, this guy was drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Watch my legs throw a dollar in the jar because I know I don't I don't use that word on this podcast. But, man, did he, he, he was like, yo, I'm going to show He said, I'm indie back. Yeah, I'm going to sell it better than uh, Sammy Zane do. Uh huh. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, Dane Bryan did open up the door to give more people hope. Like Paige, I think Paige really wants to try to come back. Yeah, I, I just she don't just want, had neck surgery, so I I just don't want Edge to fall into the whole sweet salty money thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure the press. Oh, I see. I saw Edge at uh at uh, <laughs> SummerSlam. We need Edge. We need Edge. Yeah, yeah. We 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 don't. But you know, uh, I, I, I'll get into somebody I think, I think we, we could use though. Everybody okay. can use a little bit more China, can't we? Uh, well, let's let's see. Let's see where this goes. Well, I, well, look, I'm going to say it right now. So, we got the good news that China is making her return to a WWE video game since the first game since, wait for it, WWF SmackDown 2 Know Your Role. Whew. Now, I don't, if she gonna have the, if she gonna have the firework thing, the, uh, what, she, what is it? What is that thing she, she carries? Oh, that uh, firework cannon that she has. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, what they gonna do with China? They gave her China the Mamacita entrance, or they gave her the DX entrance. Uh, probably, probably two entrances, two entrances, yeah. maybe. So, but it, it, it's exciting to see. It's her first 2K game, mm-hmm. and this is it's the first time China is going to be. Technically, it's her first WWE game, too. Yeah, her first WWE. A, a, a lot of firsts for China. It really is. But yeah. there's something... There's, the reason why I brought her name up is because in the news, the mother, her mother, 
of Hulk, W Hall of Famer China is trying to stop the television network Reels. Are you familiar with the channel Reels? No, I'm not. All right, well, you know, it, it kind of has like a lot of those kind of crime documentaries and stuff on there. Mm, okay. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're trying to air an upcoming episode of their docuseries called Autopsy, The Last Hours Of. So I've seen a couple of these shows. They, they had one of Robin Williams, The Last Hours Of, and they had one of a couple of other celebrities where they, they would they do their autopsy and they determine, you know, of course, what killed them and what their last couple of hours of life was because most of the time they do this stuff just people who are either suicide or overdose or whatever the case may be and China falls into that category unfortunately and the show says it promises keyword it promises to reveal the truth about the former wrestler's death and I'm sitting there thinking to myself what truth don't we already know but once again, when you got people out here that, that, that want to tarnish what you have, when you're not here to defend yourself, you got to depend on your loved ones to kind of defend yourself too. So her mother uh, tw- uh, was put on Facebook, I'm not too happy about this, to say the least, wrote China's mom. And, and she says, whatever happened in her last hours is just that, suspicion and you know, conjure, not the truth. As no one knows that, not even me. I don't know why so many people continue to be fascinated with the dark side and end of Joni's life rather than the positives about her life and pretend that they know the truth about what happened and have the need to drag me, her mother, and my family through all of this dark conjure over and over again. So she's trying to sue the company because they didn't ask permission to use any of this kind of stuff. Because sometimes, you know, they will defend you. Kind of need permission to do this kind of stuff. And I want to get, I want to get since you're not too familiar of it. What's your take on it? I mean, that's kind of messed up. For okay, for one, I did know that they were filming a documentary when she was like still living, when she was passing, and I remember them saying that they were going to put like the video or the audio when they found her dead in that documentary. So that's probably what one of the things they probably wanted to use so mm-hmm. from that, and just like just to talk about her in general. But uh, that's kind of messed up. Like, I think they should just leave that one alone. I mean, we we, we knew China has uh, had a rough ride after WWE. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna even comment on that. But all right. Okay, I know what you was thinking of. You was you, you were trying to pull that into a joke. I got you. I'm glad you stopped yourself. I, I'm glad you stopped yourself, but you know, it, it wasn't the, the, too much of a promising career because of what happened. So I'm just saying, uh, it's very unfortunate. But you know, with her finally getting the recognition that, that she deserves, her going into the Hall of Fame, her going finally getting back into a video game, you know, all this kind of great stuff. And it ain't like you know she's gonna be in one video game. You know. She's going to be here for like the next four or five years. And, uh, depending on how they uh, contract it. Good point. But usually, the average contract is about three years. Yeah. So, we at least got 20, 21, 22. Okay. It was, uh, uh, but, you know. Hey, I, I was so glad when them Bushwhackers contracts ran out. Whoo! Bro, it, kept, it felt like they kept renewing them, Jones. <laughs> I was like, oh. get the fuck out my game, Okay. 
The Bushwhackers, Natural Disasters, Tashiyama Fujinami. Yo, get out of my game, okay? I'm surprised we had Bruno. We did have Bruno in 2K14. 14, that was it. It was like a pre-order bonus or something. And, and, and that was it. And then uh, after that, it was just like, all right, well... <clears throat> We'll keep right, Ultimate we'll Warrior. You want to be in the game, right? Yeah, you know I'm saying like, we'll we'll keep Ultimate Warrior, but we ain't gonna keep you. All right, absolutely. You right. Even though I did it, like people like Bruno San Martino and Harley Race, so that they they should bring those kind of people back. So, I mean, what, what, what case may it be? But uh, yeah, I, I, I you, you me and you used to talk all the time from 2K16. The 2K18, why are these damn bushwhackers in this game for? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't even know who played this demo enough for them to even be in there three times. For them to be in there one time. Say what? I don't even know who played with them enough for them to be in there the first time. Mm-hmm. That's like having Earl Heaven as a playable character. I'd rather play as Earl Heaven than a damn bushwhacker. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, yeah, well, I just wanted to bring that up real quick and touch on that a little bit. But, uh, so I was informed by you that the G1 Classic is now done. Oh, yeah. G1, G1 is, uh, is, uh, officially over. Uh, the finals, it was, it was, uh, Kota Abushi versus Jay White. If you don't know Jay White, good on you, because, uh, I, I don't like him. But uh, Kota Bushi finally won the G1. And uh, I got to say, it's good storytelling by New Japan. This man has been in the finals for like the past three years and loses every year in the finals. So this is his, his time to win. Now he's going to fight Okada at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So it's going to be Kota versus Okada? Mm-hmm. What a title. That, that, that is, you know what? That That is sexy right there. You know, also, uh, this happened on the same show. You know, Kenta, right? You remember Kenta? I do remember Kenta. He joined the Bully Club. Oh, come on. <laughs> he joined the Bully Club. I'm over um, this. Him and then uh, also, you know what? This is, this goes in what we was talking about earlier with people that retired. Uh, a wrestler who had to retire, Shibata. If you don't remember when he to do that headbutts people for real. Yeah. He came back and he actually was that physical. He beat up uh, Kenta. So it's good to see him if he uh, come back when, you know, and then would announce a match or something. Wow. Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations to, to Kenta going back. But the Bullet Club, it's kind of like, you know, when Bret Hart came to WCW and then he was doing the NWO, Silver. <laughs> hey. The only people that really that really care about in the Bullet Club is the Gorillas of Destiny, and that's about it. All them Jay White and all them, nah, nah, I don't want really to care about them. Okay. Chase Owens and Fale and the rest of the crew. Oh, I like Bad Luck Fale, though. Bad Luck Fale, what, what does he do? He don't do anything. He's like the, he's like, I don't know, he's like a Knox in, uh, <laughs> in Aces and Nates. Like, he just, he just. At first, uh, I uh, thought you said Mike Knox. I'm about to say, please take that back. That's what I said. Mike Knox oh. from Aces and Nates. From Aces and Nates, that's what he is. He just, yeah. He's just there. 
I just talk about Mike Knox from Survivor Series 2006 with Sean oh, Lemonade. No, no, no. <laughs> they buried the shit out of him. Does he work here? No. Nah, nah. yeah, no, 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 no. Was he part of the faction? <laughs> that, that shit was hilarious. Uh, that oh, was hilarious. Well, yes, that was a, that was an eventful show. I can't wait to see Coda and Okada. You know, because, you know, I, I still go get to see my Coda versus Omega, but, you know, hey. But Coda versus Okada, though, that should really be good. Yep, and I know um, John Moxley is supposed to fight Juice Robinson again. Is it going to uh, be like a brawl or something? Uh, for now, it's just a regular match. But, you know, New Japan matches, they no disqualification anyways. You're right. Basically. Basically, it's going to be a brawl. So and, the, uh, yeah, they, they got a couple good matches still coming up. So, the, the, th- the thing with Moxley, though, he has to... Do, knock out these dates first, right before he goes a the AEW commitment, right? Uh, so I was reading something like that, but uh, he don't have nothing set up. Like he don't have no feud. He has a the next match he can have is uh, January fourth. So, uh-huh. other than that, he don't really got no feud or anything like that. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. His his is kind of like how uh, Pac was. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Until he loses the title, he can't really show up on, on TV. So, 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 so uh, all, all the all the rest of the tournament was good too. Say it again. All the rest of the tournament was good too. Oh yeah, the rest of the tournament was good. They had a lot of good matches. Uh, you know somebody who surprised me that you probably you be like get out of here is uh, Lance Archer. Why does his name sound familiar? Cause he is familiar. He was in TNA and WWE. Lance Archer, right? Tramp Stamp Lance. Tramp Stamp. That's what they call. Yo, okay. Let, I'm looking at. I'm on uh, Lance Archer. I'm pretty sure it's him. Jimmy Rave, the Rocket Rave Detection. Real name Lance they Holt. Up, they come they come up with a good uh, guitar hero guitars. Oh God! <laughs> I know you remember the Rock and Raven face with Christy hit me. Yes, I do. And as you're saying it, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> and then I think he came to WWE. And he did. He was. I think he was in the group. No, he was Lance Archer. Uh-huh. And he was Vance Archer. I think Vance. Vance Archer. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was surprisingly good. He was surprisingly did a good job. Uh huh. Match wise, I'm talking about not, not record wise, match wise. Match wise. Yeah. Him and Osprey had the best match, and that was like. Him and Osprey had one of the best matches of one show, and it was like, you know, Okada and Tanahashi and, you know, other. You know, Kota Bushi and Kenta, and they match was the best, so, you know. Can't get mad at that, though, right? Say it again? So you can't get mad at that, though, right? Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, can't get mad at it. Cause, cause, he's, he's getting better. He's getting better. I really thought that is probably going to go to like the finals, to be honest with you, the way he was put, he was pushing them. Man, this man, I, he pulled a Johnny Gargano or something. He was, he was in the lead. Nobody was close to him. He had 10 points with like two matches left, and he lost the last two matches, and then he was out. So it, when you lose the matches, do you get points subtracted from you? No, you you get a you don't get no points. I'm saying he had ten points. Uh huh. 
and the last person was at like eight. So like, come on, uh, bro. Jay White won two matches in a row, and he he went from from eight from whatever number he was at twelve. So yeah. Wow! Wow! Yep, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, you know what? That sounds like a Johnny wrestling thing, right there, does it not? <laughs> Just everybody named John, I guess. I, I guess so. You, you know, also you and Q's boys have left Impact Wrestling. Whew, I don't know where they're gonna go. And the people chant AEW or NXT, but wherever they go, up there. They're used because they are talented. Where would now? First of all, is Conan coming with him? I hope not. Man, can't even walk. You know what? You know what? I gotta talk about this really quick. Real quick. Sure. I was watching this show because you you go you might laugh at. It. I was watching this show. Uh, triple. It was called Triple Mania. I think it's Triple A. And uh, they had a battle royal. And uh, <laughs> it was Con- First of all, Conan came out. An investment man shirt, oh, and God. he came. He came stumbling down to the ring, and you know they did the Hulk Hogan thing for Conan. Like you know how when Hulk Hogan was in TNA, he had hit somebody and they fly away. Yeah, that's what they did for for Conan. <laughs> I can't even say this with straight face. And then his number one rival, as they called it, comes out, and do you know who that is? Who? Vampiro. Bold Vampiro comes out. First thing he does is falls falls on the middle or falls on the bottom rope getting in the ring. First thing he does. I'm like, oh, this disaster already and these guys just botch it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> botch Hurricane Rana. Botch uh elimination. I was like, oh yeah. They they two old dudes. They call it he's so old, he didn't even like, you know, it's a battle world, he didn't take a bump. He just like Walked out. Trump beat just drank a beer. He just walked out. Mm. Uh, I don't know why Conan is still wrestling. I just had I, to throw know, that out there because I don't know why. Cole, he's still. It, 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 the, the funny thing is, I was just watching some old wrestling rap stuff. Oh my god! Because we got an email about that, and I was hoping to have more people on to talk about this. But I think since you're on, we can talk about it when we get to the email section. Okay. And I remember that whole filthy animals that he had going on. Yeah. I Kevin was watching. Uh, Kevin. Billy Kidman. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I'm gonna get to Kevin in a minute. Uh, so, so uh, I, you know, it's something about Conan. I've always like he's always been an urban youth all his life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, but you know, I don't know why he's still wrestling. But he's he's not he's just he's walking around a dicky suit, right? He's not wrestling no more though, right? Uh he, he uh, he's still well he's like I don't know what he's like. Cause that was his show, so you know, he he kinda like made triple A to what it is. So I guess they wanna just honor him there, but usually I don't see him wrestling, he just like get kicked in the face, you know. Oh, okay. Take manager bumps. Oh, you know he don't mind taking no manager bumps then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got one more thing to say because this is so crazy. But Impact goes off the wall. One time he ran this kid over, like just ran over a kid because you know that's what guys do, right? Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Good old Conan. But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, 
Conan is an interesting character. When you brought when you brought up him rapping, I thought you was uh, gonna talk about Three Live Crew. So I'm going to get to all that <laughs> stuff when we get to the email <laughs> stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Because that stuff was. I, I want to know though, but did you get a chance to watch NXT this week? Uh, is that no? I, I don't think I did because I know every, after after the episode with uh, Takeover, there'll really be you know any anything special. Well, I, yeah, I know because I know they had uh, the NXT Breakout Tournament Finals. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, ACH. Uh, the. I don't know his name on NXT. I'm pretty sure he won that. Okay, well, uh, I didn't get a chance. I'm saying I didn't get a chance to uh, see it too, too much. Well, you know what? Because uh, I don't want to, you know, break off and talk about NXT because it wasn't that much. I do know. Uh, I guess I guess that that's the black guy, ACH. You talking about? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he did win, and okay. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. I don't know if they're sort of fashion police or not. They beat the. I forgot- think they just Breezango. Did, did they? Oh, did they? They they, uh, they beat the Forgotten Sons. So if Tyler Breeze has his name, could Fandango just go back to Johnny Curtis? I don't know. Could he just go back to like the Dongo Johnny Curtis or something? I don't know. No, he ain't doing. He he, he no. <laughs> he not doing. Uh-huh. All right, so <laughs> this has been a while since okay. we've done this on this podcast. All right, and that's emails. Alright. So, how do you guys, I'm letting you know right now, so the Nerd Coalition has email questions. So, if you guys want to send us in emails so we can answer some of the questions at the end of the, each podcast every single week and to put them up on the snippets on YouTube, all you got to do is email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com, uh, spelled C O A L I T I. Oh, and like I said, I, I I go by and get any emails I can. Some is just you know a lot of friends that just email me so I can listen to some of their questions. But I went by one because I don't get that many emails from you guys. I don't, so I hope that you know that change in the future. But I got one, and I had to talk about this one on the next show. Okay. Best and worst wrestling hip hop themes. Themes, like they're, 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 they're theme songs. You know, I thought you was about to say album. I was about to say be a man, gotta be up there. <laughs> well, you, 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 you know, I said what? I thought you said actual rap songs. I was about to say be a man, gotta be on that because uh, 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 Randy Savage, he went off on Hulk Hogan that whole album. It, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, but there are a lot of wrestlers that have turned rappers. Yep. And I mean, Macho Man was one of them, not a good one. Ron Killings is a rapper. Yep. John Cena is a rapper on the side, like the low yep. side. Uh, and then of course, this is why I wish I had Q Flow on here because he is a rapper. Yep. And yep. You, you you know how he get when you talk about some yo that Joe and Usos seen about that culture, man. So you know how he get. Yeah. So I I decided to discuss. Part one, because like I said his wrestling knowledge, I don't know how far it goes back, but to discuss some of the best and worst, or some of the uh, rap songs that were good but didn't go with that character. 
Uh, I know where you're going with this. You know, you, dude, no you know exactly yours. where I'm going with this. <laughs> yours is Kurt Angle. I know that. Oh, so, well, I'm going to be one of them because, first of all, even with, I think he said the song with even the Black Sacker rap or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Kurt, Kurt, don't do this. No. Well, first of all, the only good song on that originals thing was really John Cena because he already did it already. Okay. But I hate a Booker T song. Rikishi had a whole R&B ballad. Remember, remember, put a little ass on put it. A little. <laughs> I know, yeah, that whole album was just, oh my gosh. Stacey Keebler's out of singer. speak of it. So, uh, I figured, so why don't we just have to make it a whole conversation about it. So, okay. what are some of your, <clears throat> what are some of your favorite wrestling, uh, not the worst yet, but what are some of your favorite wrestling theme songs? Uh, so this rap uh, can I? Because yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna say, does Rikishi fit in this? Not a bad man, but you look fly today. I mean, technically, that was considered a hip hop song, so yeah. All right, all right, yeah. I was like, you look fly today. I just like, especially that little, you know, your little. I don't even know if that's a whistle part. I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That part like makes the whole song for me. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I can just imagine Sky Too High doing the word to that smoothly. You know what's funny? Sky Too High and Grandmaster Sexy could not dance to save, save that shit. But you know what's funny? I used to enjoy seeing Grandmaster Sexy dig, you know, do the shovel and and do the little head die, little creep uh, thriller walk that he used to do. That beat anything Sky Too High used to do. I'm sorry. That thriller session when he put his head down. Yeah, exactly. Just under the little yo, that beat anything Sky Trot used to do. Cause I used to love Grand Rex actually doing that stuff, man. <coughs> it got him over though. It, it got him oh, over. Man. I'm not gonna even lie to you. I did like Call My Mama. I like that song. I liked it. Oh, oh my God! When Ernest the Cat had it, or when Brothers Clay had it. I like my brother's place. <laughs> uh, yo, stop it. You got to eat and get out. Somebody call my mama. Just, okay, the beginning is the part I like. After the little, after the little, the yell, then I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. But after the little first part. I'm sorry. I just, get funky up here. I just liked it when the cat did it. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? We, we did it, and he be out there doing the James Brown. I, 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 was, cool. I, was, I was cool with it. Oh man, what what's some of yours? I could go on for days. What's some of yours? Okay, so some of my, I have a love for that Rey Mysterio filthy animal cycle theme from WCW. Oh, okay. I used to love that song. And I was just watching on YouTube the other day, like, yo, I even though I don't miss hip hop Rey Mysterio and with the filthy <laughs> animals, I do like that song. Because if you recognize, Ray Mysterio has always incorporated some kind of hip-hop in his his music. Yeah, especially his first song, Who's That Jumping Now? The Sky. Sky. Yeah, uh, I like that one. I am a fan of Basic Thugonomics. Who don't like Basic Thugonomics? Yeah, anybody like that. <clears throat> I, I'm a fan of Basic Thugonomics. I thought that was one of the good ones. I am... Uh... <coughs> <coughs> I got two on the top of my head. I'm waiting for you to say something. You don't say them. I got you. Okay, good. Okay, come uh uh I, uh, you know what? For like one day, I liked Rikishi's Bad Man, like, which sound like Ja Rule okay. theme song. 
But you know, so, All right. but it was so low I couldn't hear it. Like I had to get the, I had to get the, the album next year. D'Lo Browns. Oh. I should, look <laughs> at the real, the real deal. Yo, that was the most generic rap song that he had, but I like that D'Lo Brown real deal song. Okay. And then uh. I'm a huge fan of AJ Styles's. Yep. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I'm a huge fan of AJ Styles's. And then, uh, what, what were the two that you're thinking of? So it can spark my mind. What about the Matt Miller tip? Teddy Long. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like it because you know it was Rodney Max draw first. <laughs> Come on and bring it on. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And, and, and that, that, I think you just triggered my memory. You know, <laughs> they were just about so easy with that song, though. You're right. Honestly, I'm gonna save the one I'm thinking of to go with songs that don't fit the people that come out with. Okay, uh, I got another one though. The other one was uh, Marquee. I'm gonna say Marquee yeah, by Three Six Mafia. I used to like uh-huh. the. I used to blast that right in my car when I got that Forcible Entry album. Three Six Mafia. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, it's like oh oh shit oh I was I was in the car getting hyped right. <laughs> I was get, going down. Exactly. That song and Batista's song I used to get a hype for. You know, but even though Batista wasn't even though he wasn't hip hop, I'm just saying, but that's a live you know say, I walk alone. I was into that joint, man. Oh man. Is this, but, dang, I'm trying to think of other songs now. Oh, but, what about uh what about Wolfpack? I like C Murder's Wolfpack. Okay, okay. Now did you know what cause cause when it was Kevin Nash, Conan, you know, I was like, I'm feeling the Wolfpack song. Then when Luger got there and was coming out to it, uh, uh, <laughs> when Disco Inferno was coming out to it, I was like, it don't, and when Sting was coming out to it, I was like, it don't look right. You know what I'm saying? So it just, but you know, but that leads me to, what are some songs that were good songs, but it don't fit the character? I know, I know my number one. What's your number one? Hard hitting with Jonathan Coachman. Oh my god! I forgot about that. Yo, oh man, that song is good. That song is good, though. Oh boy, (laughs) California. Yeah, I was like, wait, who's coming out here? Hey, every year that used to be my person's uh, theme song in, uh, in, 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 the, in the games. Exactly. It, 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 I think I had like show measurement interest every year in that theme song. It's <laughs> a hard hit, bag breaking, everybody out they seats. I'm like, no, that's not for the coach. <laughs> they just like, oh, is you a black dude? Are you Yeah. And another one that's right behind it. It's like that, that, that's one A, this is one B. That Billy Kidman song. You can't hide. I like the song. You can run if you want to, but you can't hide. I'm like, but it's Kidman. <laughs> it's, it, it's not even street Kidman. It's like thick wrestling Kidman. Like Kidman is like one. I, I would say Kidman is like one Trisket away from Matthew Broderick. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> and I'm just like you. You give him. Uh, you can run. Hit the street when you doze off, you wake up with your clothes off. I was like, "What? This is Kidman." What about what about uh, DX with Ron DMC? Look, I would have to say I like that for them because they like DM Run DMC is hard. 
So when they were like, the General Rahul, my homie, I, I, I was cool with that. Okay. I, you know, what about what about Shane's? You know, in a weird way, here comes the money fit Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, like it. I, I just see Shane being that rich white kid from Greenwich blasting all types of rap in his neighborhood <laughs> pissing everybody off exactly with the mean sheep I, I get to see him blasting all kind of like and like all that I can see Shane like if you go back in Shane house he got some big punk cassette tapes <laughs> I, I am sure but Shane don't like Vince and Stephanie like they probably listen to that rock country kind of thing Shane like he is down for the hip hop I'm sorry yeah, especially when he get a fresh joint every every match. All the, the the ones, man. I like the street profits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bring the swag. Nobody. I like uh, Bianca Belair too. Yeah. You know Bianca Belair has a great song too. I like Bianca Belair's uh, hip hop. I call her song a bopper because like the first of all when they come in you just sit there you wait for the beat and then when the beat hit then that's the thing. Bro, yeah. I be. I, even when I be recording universe, I'll be doing this. I'll be like this. I'm on my own. I guess though, I'll be sitting, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be bopping to it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. What about Trish Stratus, Little Kim's uh, song? I like, I mean, I think it fit her, like, it, we got used to it, but I like it. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't hate me, but I like Stephanie's other song too. No, no, no. Now, Stephanie got two, she, she here's the thing though. I wonder Steffi don't sell me like she listen, she listen to hip hop music, but she just need a she just need a, a jam. Shane sells me like he listens to hip hop music, which by the way it may be completely opposite. But you know what? Uh, cause uh, but which one of Steffi just like better? Do you like the Queendom or do you like, like I'm, I'm all, all grown, grown up? Because uh, I'm all grown up now. Got yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 They be like now, now. <laughs> That's the only part I like the background. Like yeah. they, just, they they all got they just, in vogue man. in the background. I like, but you know what? I'm not mad to queen them though. Yeah, I like the queen them too. Yeah. They love to love to love me. I like, I'm like, you know what, Steph? I'm not mad at you for that though. How do you feel about the original New Day? Oh, you talking about the? <laughs> oh. Because everybody I don't, don't really talk about that one. Yeah, yeah, like 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 the, the new day. Well, like I like at first I was like it's like gospel rapping kind of or gospel preaching in a way. But now you know everybody don't really get that part. Really care. But but when, when <laughs> it first happened, new day is the time to keep working. Exactly. But you know what's hard? I really did like though. What? Big E. I uh, uh, three ain't enough. Oh, I need five. I liked it before they took the bass out. It, exactly. I, I actually so got that on my phone. I got that on my phone right now. <laughs> now, uh, how do you feel about our truth theme song? It depends. I like Get Rowdy. Uh, okay, wait. Oh, never mind. Continue. That's what I was about to ask you. Okay, I like Get Rowdy. I have no problem with his theme song now, but I don't like that extra guitar riff. Okay, uh, yeah. And All I right. think they put that extra guitar riff in there because they don't want, um, I, I don't know if Vince don't want to pay R-Truth because R-Truth made his own song. Yeah, I don't remember. That's when he was doing the, the Truth Will Set You Free phase. Exactly. When they put it in there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind um, R-Truth. Did you, did, how about Victoria? 
Victoria's a theme song. You know what? In a weird way, even though it's not hip hop, I love Jazz's theme. Oh, okay. I used to love Jazz's theme, and I was like, you know, if they put a, they put a hip hop bar over there, I'm telling you, that'd be great. Now, uh, just There's for a second, if you want to go over to TNA, there's treats out there. Uh huh. Oh, TNA. And we want to go to TNA. Does AJ Stone's song theme song count? AJ, I am, I am. Does that not count as like a hip hop kind of? A, is that like just a pop? AJ's I am, I am does kind of count. Okay, because AJ has always had hip hop elements in all his songs, except for that first one. On the bench. Uh huh. Would you say uh, the first? One, the first one was more country. The first, the first one was more country, and then when I think when he got saved, like so, like that, that Christian hip hop. <laughs> I really think that's what. Uh, it was. And then we talked angle already. Oh, did we, yeah. Uh, Booker T was Wait, Jeff Jarrett had no rap song? I was saying, he ain't had no rap song, but he, the, the dude was kind of spitting bars in that little country melody, whatever it was. If you want to talk about country spitting bars, we, 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 let's talk about the revival. Oh, yeah. I like that. Go hard all day, all night. Say yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, I like, I like a couple of songs. Booker T's uh, song was like uh, the same, basically. We did in a different key. Exactly. What about Hootie Who by uh, Master P and the No Limit Soldiers? <laughs> wow. Hootie <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Because, uh, you know, okay, here's, you know what? That's some of the bad ones. You know what? I got one more bad one, but one more one I think is kind of bad. I don't even know if you remember it or not, but Elon Skipper had like a, a rip-off uh, DMX song. You mean primetime Elon Skipper? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, he was like, uh, oh, so cool. it's primetime, y'all. Uh, I forgot how it was. It was like a something, 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 something. Primetime this, primetime Oh, that, yeah, that sounded like it sucked. <laughs> That's like it's a like a remix, basically a remix of the same song. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, was uh, uh, MVP by Silk the Shocker? Remember that? Oh, okay. As my as my wife and you know my best friend has said, the king of rapping off beat. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all can listen to that on the Turntables podcast. Let's see what what else. Uh, actually, MVP. Uh, theme song was it was it was okay. No, no, I, I like MVP's theme song. That's why that's, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, MVP. Uh, even though after he changed it, changed it though. So I was like, he did. Yeah, well, like he changed like his last match or his last like month in the company. Okay, I'm about to say, and you ain't talking about like the beatdown clan MVP, right? No, I'm talking about like he was he was still a WWE. <laughs> it was like him and like Cabal his last match or song. Mm-hmm. It's something like straight up balling, I'm balling, something like that. Well, that just sounds what about, completely stupid. What about Shelton Benjamin? The first one. Ain't the, no the, stopping the, me, the, no. The gold, the gold standard one, yeah. You yeah, can't run for me. Ain't no stopping. You know, I like that one. 
I don't like the I don't I like I don't like the one when they slowed it down. I don't like I was not a big fan of Ezekiel Jackson's. Well, this is what you call talking about. shit, yeah. It's a skill of concentration, survives to the occasion, do something amazing. If anything that I do, I dominate it. I go hard. I hated it because he was in ECW. Yeah. I, I was uh, like, I, I was not feeling the Ezekiel Jackson uh, domination yeah. theme song. I wasn't. You know what? Okay, which version of the Uso songs do you like? Uh, I like the one that they have now. I do like both of them, like the instrumental and the one with the rap. Uh-huh. Uh, so Close, I mean, So Close is okay. Like, it's like a little, it's a, it's an okay song, but if, I, if you ask me which one I like the most, because I like the one they have, the instrumental one, and then the one they have now, and then that one. I'm telling you right now, you know, because I do like, you know what, the uh, Down Since Day One-ish grew on me. Yeah. Down Since, the Down Since Day One-ish grew all on me. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I, I like that. But uh, it, at first, I liked the beat over the the lyrics. Yeah. And then the lyrics grew on me. But then I like both. I, I do like Down Day 1-ish better than uh, So Close. Okay. Well, not, uh, not, not saying it's a bad song. That's why I, just, I, I do like it, though. <laughs> what about the primetime players? Millions of dollars. Make it moves, make it moves. Yeah, I kind of, you know what that? It was all right. It, it was everybody. Yeah, you know, it was all right. I know what now. I know a bad. Well, I don't know how you feel about this one. David Otunga's theme song. Do you remember that? Oh God, I think I do remember <laughs> that, and I don't like that. I don't, I didn't like that song. Just like was like, oh we are. Yeah, I didn't. I, I like that song. I didn't like that song at all. Yeah. What about? Oh, here go, here go one. Um, crime time. I like that, but they ain't really had no like. We're bringing it, bringing it, we're bringing it uh, to you. And I was like, yeah. And he, you know, he, he said, uh, no more Hollywood. This, this is, is Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes. Uh, uh, crime it? time. You're scared. You probably should. Yeah, I run up on your mother for that bread and butter. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. They just named everything, huh? Everything. Exactly. So, okay, you know, I'm. Uh, now, okay, this is my last one. That's because this is my ringtone. Okay. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's last theme song. Can you feel the heat? Yep. <laughs> you know what? Once upon I, time, I stepped into the games. Yeah, that's that's my thing. That's my uh, ringtone. No, so you know what? I was a big fan of that one. I'm sorry. You know, because me personally, I I think I'm probably one of the only people that like the L the uh, LWO. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero theme. Well, all right. Yeah, you probably the only one. Yeah, a, uh, do 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 do. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was feeling that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was really feeling that one. I was, I was really feeling. It's like a, it, it just don't fit. I, I don't like that fit though. It's like, I mean, well, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that last one he had fit him really neither. Boy, yeah. To be honest with you, I don't think it really fit him either. But it was a bopper, though. So it, that's it, why I ain't gonna like, lie. It, you know, it, it was a little, it was a little bopper. And uh, wait, uh, isn't there isn't there another? Uh, what, is she an impact or something? That is, it's like no, or is she in WWE? No, I don't know if she's an AEW impact or NXT. I'm not sure. Uh, that it was this girl that came out with this this white girl that came out with this with this crazy rap song. I'm just like, what? Uh, was that AEW? 
you don't wait, you don't remember where she you like you don't remember what her name is or anything? No, I remember she was wearing yellow. Kylie Ray? She had sleeves, like it was like like a sleeve, like a yellow top and I, I, I can't I can't remember. I really can't remember. I know somebody I listening is probably is probably un, probably mad at me, but I, I just really can't remember. But uh, yeah. I know. Oh, what you, you want to say? You just gave me one for AEW. Which one? Brandy. I don't even know if you heard it. I have. I haven't heard Brandy's uh, theme yet. Oh, it's just like a. It's like a. Oh, I forgot how it started off. It was like Brandy, Brandy. Brandy, Brandy, I'm going in. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hear that one. That was like a. Oh really? That's like, yeah, I kind of. It's like, it's like a little, little nice little tone, little beat. Okay, well you know what? That's what. Uh, that's probably why we end the show though. But you know, like I said, that's I'm gonna end it, Brandy. Yeah, bro, it, 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 it got end on Miss Rose now. Uh, I I like Brandy as well, so we're gonna end it right there. Uh, so you know, it's been a fun podcast. You know, today thank you for joining. Me prime time. Well, no problem. Like, uh, nice reminiscing on these songs too. It, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So once again, like I said, you guys can email us at the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. Once again, it's the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. C O A L I T I O N. So uh, make sure you guys uh, like, subscribe, and share this to us on YouTube or make sure you email if you if you have a question in. And I'll read any email each week. Uh, at the end of the show I don't get that many So if you do send it in You guarantee To have your stuff read Next week So uh, But that's going to end it For the, the No Gimmick Scene of Wrestling Podcast Make sure you guys Stay tuned for the King of the Ring uh, Tomorrow night Or t- uh, Tonight Depending on when you listen To this show Make sure you guys Hit uh, that subscribe button If you're still on YouTube but if you're not, and you listen to us on all the podcast ads, make sure you check out SpacesPhilly.com. This is Philly, the production company we are a part of that has the great content such as the Lulu and Pop, the Lulu and Pop Horror Show, and also the uh, <clears throat> the uh, both sides. And then once again, our stuff is on it. No, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, the Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Draw Thoughts Over Tongue. Make sure you check out all the great stuff on your podcast platforms. We're on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Speaker. And you can always listen to us on YouTube Premium. So, that's it for us. We'll make sure we're back next week, hopefully. Back with some good news. And I hope we get some more 2K news and a lot of other good things as well. Stay tuned for the channel for a lot of great content coming up on Nerd Coalition, especially related to wrestling. Because hopefully this week, I'm going to have a video coming out explaining what happened to my universe mode. Okay. Cause I know people have been asking like, what I just like SummerSlam was coming up and I just stopped. But I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make a video explaining what's been going on with Universe Move, cause uh, it's been a little rocky. It's been a little rocky. So uh, okay, make sure you guys check that stuff out and continue to help support the channel stuff like that. So thank you again, uh, not Deion Sanders for prime time. All right, everybody. And then once again, this is an NCN place to be. Chill Mr. A and E and Q Flow. Wherever you are at, man, take us out.
we're bringing nergasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.